the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, and hell hath frozen over. Lundy's Oregon State Beavers, can you believe it, are in the Elite Eight. Again, a team that was picked to finish dead last in the Pac-12 before conference season began, and here they are with a raging pulse, not a faint one, a raging pulse, and one step away from the impossible in the Final Four. Hey, look, if the Cubs can win a World Series in my lifetime, anything can be achieved, and we're seeing it here with your beeves. Yeah, this is amazing, Brad. I, mean, I posted up on Twitter. As a kid, I was a ball boy, towel boy for Oregon State. I grew up in Corvallis. I was there with, with A.C. Green. I used to go watch the practices after school. Uh, that was kind of like my after-school babysitter, if you will, was Gil Coliseum. <laughs> Uh, so this is just absolutely outrageous for me to be able to see this happen again as it did all the way back in 1982. So, yeah, I, this is a this is a fun ride and one that I really don't want to get off. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. Uh, that, it is a fun ride. No matter how many times you barf, you, you let's go again. Let's go again. It'd be like riding a water ride in 35 degree weather. Does it matter? Enjoy this, my man, because uh, these uh, opportunities, shall I say, are extremely rare, uh, particularly in Corvallis. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff, and that's uh, really just kind of the definition of this entire NCAA tournament. Before we get to more selections on Sweet 16 Day 2, you know, you got to lock and load it right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, because they're putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's that simple. Turning $1 into $100 is 100 to 1 odds. Pick any college basketball team that's still in the hunt, like Oregon State, for your shot at winning $100. All it takes is a $1 bet and the team winning their next game. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the W. That's code FTN to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, and enter Pennsylvania residents only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, 1-800-DINE-WITH-IT. With that, on this special Sunday Sweet 16 edition of the pod, it's time for another Fade 5. Number 5. All right, let's uh, head out to the West region and talk a little Gonzaga and Creighton Blue Jays basketball. And, Lundy, I'm, I tell you what, I'm sticking to my guns. I picked it earlier this week, and, and I'm not going to sway. I'm not going to switch up the action. I'm siding with Greg McDermott's Creighton Blue Jays plus 13 and a half. Yes, against the vaunted offense and really two-way action of this Gonzaga team, the number one of number one seeds in this NCAA tournament. Look, Gonzaga's not played a team the caliber of Creighton since December, and that was against Virginia. And yes, they absolutely smashed the Cavaliers in that game, but Creighton is a different offensive animal. Plus, they're a juggernaut on defense. It's something that a lot of people overlook. This is a team that's given up just 0.906 points per possession and 27.3% from way downtown in their last seven games. They have an all 
backcourt offense. What does that mean? Well, they can score from anywhere, uh, whether it's near proximity conversions, which are number three in college basketball in that category. They're shooting over 36% as a club beyond the arc, and they got a solid mid-range game. The downside is a free throw. So if this thing becomes a nail-biter, maybe like the Arkansas Earl Roberts game, uh, those uh, you know could play a factor, those bricks. They're only shooting 64.3% as a team, but with Zagorowski and Bollock and Jefferson, I think 13 and a half points, just too much. So give me the Creighton Blue Jays and those points fade or follow. This is a rough one for me, Brad, because, you know, I think this was even up at, what, 14 and a half earlier this week. It's come down a little bit, as a lot of people expecting Creighton to cover. I think this winds up being one of those times that Gonzaga is in a single-digit game, and we know that doesn't happen very often, and it's so crazy how good this Zags team is to talk about them. Oh, well, it might accidentally be in the single digits. Oh, well. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I I think this is too many points for Creighton. I think they can keep it close, but I do worry about those free throws for sure. Yeah, don't lay those bricks keep it nice and snug and make some cash with creighton number four all right let's move on to another sweet 16 matchup it's florida state and the michigan wolverines and lundy i'm taking fsu plus the two here in fact i've got them on the money line as well at plus 112 at DraftKings sportsbook and don't forget folks they're uh, they're odds boosting every single sweet 16 game so if you opt in you either get a 25 percent or 50 percent boost on every single contest so you got to take advantage of that and I think the Knowles are going to take advantage of this Wolverines team likely without Isaiah Livers still out with that stress injury uh, the Knowles are the second longest team in the country uh, they're ones that really get after it defensively last six games 0.879 points per possession allowed just 42.6 percent inside the arc and under 30 percent outside of it uh, they of course score early and often around the 10 56.6 percent over the last month uh, they just got so much length, so much athleticism, and they're a team that has tremendous outside action as well, 38.3% from along the arc on the season. Michigan, you know, outside of Hunter Dickinson, not a ton of size, and Dickinson has been foul-prone here over the last several games. Now, the Knowles, they got to protect the Rock. Uh, one of their major downsides and, you know, where they could have a potential shortfall is with the turnovers. So if they can squeeze the pill, uh, not make some of those careless errors, I think they're going to win this thing straight up, going away and bounce the last remaining Big Ten team in a very disappointing tournament for that conference. So fade or follow Leonard Hamilton's Knowles plus two. I think you're just Big Ten bitter. (laughs) Slightly. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what it is more than anything. I'll tell you what, I'll follow on this one as well. I think Florida State's size is going to prove to be a problem for Michigan, just like it was for Colorado. Um, They've just got so much length, so much size. They do have to take care of the ball. If Michigan can can get the points off turnovers, that'll be one of the stats I'll be paying attention to today with this one. If they can get the points off the turnovers because the Knolls will screw up and turn it over, then Michigan can keep this thing tight and keep it interesting and maybe save some face for their conference. But I'm with you in terms of the points. I think this is going to be another nail-biter, just like Arkansas Oral Roberts. Yeah, Michigan, they're going to fail me like this entire stupid conference. Number three. All right, let's move on to our monkeyknifefight.com. Monkey Knife Fight pick of the day on the ice. Uh, it's a Lundy special, we like to call it here on the Faith of Noise podcast. And go to Monkey Knife Fight right now. Not only do they have player props in the NHL, uh, but also the NBA, even college basketball with fantasy points, points scored, rebounds, assists, all that stuff. Lock and loaded right now at monkeyknifefight.com. 
Uh, all you got to do is pack together player props uh, in strings of two all the way up to six. The more you hit on the more or less, the over the under, the more cash you stuff into your pockets and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. You get a free $5 game on the house as a new user. Have an MKF in good time at monkeyknifefight.com. All right, Lundy, uh, give me a recap of what you did yesterday and who you liking on the ice tonight. Well, yesterday, Brad, if you remember, we said we were going to take the Predators, but we were going to help ourselves out with the juice by taking them in regulation. Mm -hmm. No way Mm -hmm. that game was going to go to overtime. We did have some overtimes yesterday, but that did not happen. Oh, no. The the Preds took care of the Blackhawks, so we won that one. We got it. We won uh, three to one. Preds scored in each of the the three periods. And tell you what, Brad, those two teams are on a back-to-back, so let's do it again. Yeah. Let's do it with the Blackhawks and the Predators once again. It's the late game today, so in case you're hearing this podcast, maybe mid-morning, you still got time to act on this one it's an eight o'clock eastern puck drop uh and we're gonna go right back to the predators well i don't always like to do this but we're gonna go right back to nashville on the back-to-back nashville's on a roll right now they've won four in a row they've won six out of their last seven whereas chicago has actually lost five out of their last seven so despite the fact that this is a back-to-back at home for chicago i'm going against them with the predators and this one's a tight line as well we don't have to give up that much straight money line brad's only minus 103 and if you're feeling frisky i'm I'm also not feeling a lot of goals in this game tonight. So the mm-hmm. under five and a half you can get at a plus 102. So if you don't want to go back to the same money line well, back-to-back nights, I get it. I'm still on the under as well, five and a half. So a little Predators Blackhawks back-to-back on the pod this weekend. Drop the puck, make some bucks, and tail Lundy. You know I'm following again because I know nothing about hockey. Number two. All right, let's move on to the other remaining Sweet 16 games, and let's go back to the Pac-12 uh, that we're actually going to puncture with the Pac-12 in these last two contests. Let's start off with UCLA and Alabama. And I'm taking UCLA plus seven here, Lenny, and this is a line that is jostled. It is, uh, you know, moved all over the place. It was as high as seven and a half. I actually locked it a couple of days ago when it reached seven and a half. I thought it was too good of a value. Came back down to seven, down to six and a half, and now it's back to seven. So that pendulum is swinging wildly in this Bruins and tied matchup and I know everybody uh, and their great 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 grandmother I think is on Alabama right now heavy public ticket action on roll tide but I think UCLA is going to keep this in close that's why I'm going to you know use uh, the seven to my advantage here you know with Jaime Jaquez, Johnny Juzang, Tiger Campbell these guys have been scoring in early and often in fact uh, they have been scoring so well uh, they've netted 1.216 points per possession in their last six contests a team that doesn't turn the rock over a whole lot, so it's going to eliminate some of those transition opportunities for Alabama. Alabama, a stiff defense, second-best defense in the country for the entire year in adjusted defensive efficiency. Uh, But I I think UCLA, A, can generate a lot of second-chance opportunities, which they've done over 31% of the time here over the last month. And B, I think they can match eye for eye, haymaker for haymaker along the perimeter. We know that Alabama is capable of torrential downpours in that area with all the gunners that they have, but UCLA shooting 38.8% in their last six contests. So uh, I'm going to fade the public here. I'm going to ride with UCLA. I think this game is going to be tighter than people think. So are you going to back the Bruins with me plus seven fade or follow 
I will follow as well. I want to see some more uh, Pac-12 fun in this tournament. Uh, and as you said, we're going to cap it off with both of them here. But no, I, I think this is I think this is too many points. I think it can be close. I think this really comes down to tempo. You know, I mean, yeah. if UCLA wants to slow things down, and if they're successful with that, then it's going to play into their game. But if Alabama is is running up and down the court and forcing UCLA into um, something that isn't necessarily their comfort zone, uh, then I think Bama has the ability to to pull away with this. So I'm with you. I think that's too much of the public. I'm going to fade the public on this one i'm gonna roll with you let's get some points in the bruins yeah let's smoke the peace pie for the conference of champions number one all right let's uh finish off this pod and let's speaking of the conference of champions uh certainly not been chumps in this ncaa tournament uh but somebody's gonna have to go home from this league and it's unfortunate that they're meeting in the sweet 16 uh but dims the breaks and that's how the selection committee you know, laid out the field and really fumbled when they did so. Oregon should have been in another bracket where there were no Pac-12 teams, say, like, I don't know, the South. Uh, But anyway, we still have this game to be played, and I'm going to go with USC minus the two. Remember the first matchup back in February? SC sprinted out to a 15 and nothing lead in that game and then relinquish it the entire day. I I think Oregon whittled it down to eight. They had a nice little run there in the second half, Uh, but SC continuously kept them at arm's length. And speaking of length, that's what SC possesses a ton of, and this is the problem for Oregon shooting over the top of Evan Mobley. Isaiah Mobley, who, remember, did not play in that first matchup. Uh, Isaiah White, they just continuously throw bodies and wingspan at you. Oregon as well, number 289 in two-point percentage D in their last six games. That's very problematic against an SC team during that same stretch, shooting 56.6% inside the arc. It's just tough to score on SC. They're uh, you know astute defensively, and uh, the biggest X factor for them is Taj Eady, and he's really come alive. And he lit up the Ducks in that first game. Uh, and over the you know course of this last month, SC as a collective shooting forty percent from distance. So you know he calculated carry the one, and I think SC is going to win this thing, and I think they win by five plus. A lot of people believe that the Ducks are going to exact their revenge. I am not buying into that narrative. Are you, Vader? Follow my SC minus two pick, hombre. Well, there's two fun things I get to do over the course of this weekend. That's root for Oregon State and root against the Ducks. Uh, those are the two things I'm doing all weekend long. I'm rolling with you with this one. I think SC wins this one by five or six. Oregon doesn't have the height, um, the size that SC has. I don't think they get the revenge here. I think the that the Trojans are going to use that height to their advantage. They stop everybody when you try to get inside. The only way that the Ducks have got a shot is if they can get hot um, against that zone defense and start hitting it from outside. Um, if they can do that, then they can keep things interesting. But I think ultimately USC pulls away in this battle of the Pac-12. And I'm with you. Committee screwed this one up, not yep. spreading these guys out. But it is what it is, and I think SC is going to roll on to the Elite Eight. Yeah, it's really sad. I would love to have seen them uh, in the South, but we got a barn burner yesterday in that Arkansas Oral Roberts game. Poor Max Asmus. Hell of a career. I thought when it left his hand, it was going straight through clean Hits the iron, uh, falls off the rim, and unfortunately, Oral Roberts' Cinderella story ceased. But it was a hell of a run uh, by the fighting evangelicals out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. On that note, uh, we got an exit stage left here on the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review, which you kindly. And check out FTN Bets, FTN Fantasy, and FTNDaily.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off 
your subscription today. Enjoy the rest of Sweet 16 and until Elite 8 Day at Oregon State Basketball Day tomorrow. As always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.